Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95 7 the game. Um, but apparently Steiny is. Bonte or says you he just, loves you just believe him. Are you smelling 211? Is that I'm smelling 211. Oh, boy. Let's go around the room. Do you, really so think, happy? do you really think Monday is Bonte's favorite day of the week? Or is it shtick? I'm going to go first. I'm going to say I think it's crazily his favorite day of the week. I believe him. Well, really? I don't think that he knows what day it is. Because <laughs> that the man works 11 days a week. Well, so. Well. Honestly, like today is probably his favorite day because he only has one job. Well, yeah. so that's my answer. Well, how, how old's baby Chaz? Three and a hook. Yep, Monday's his favorite day. I just told you guys that when the kids that are toddlers, when they're toddlers, yeah. I wanted to start a brand called TGIM. And just sell it within my little parenting wow, community. Not bad. Anybody not who's bad. got kids between terrible twos, my butt, terrible threes are way worse. Anyone who has kids between like three and six. See you later. Bye. <laughs> back yeah. to school. Back I to remember. work. Get the hell out this house right now. Yeah, I believe him. It's I funny totally you say that him. because my lovely wife, Supper, and I have had this debate of late. And she was saying, you know, I would love to have her home for one more year with the nanny <laughs> and this and that. And I'm like, hell to the no. Wow. Come August when mm -hmm. she's like. Yeah. Five days a week, and I can drop her off at 8. Mommy leaves the house at 7.45, and the, the daycare is open, yeah. and I can skiddly daddle her on down the road and maybe grab nine holes before I show up to you work love her. With, with my good friend. I do love her, but sometimes you got to go. Wow. Screwdrivers or Bloody Marys for you? Which one? Both. Okay. 
Yeah. No, just checking. In Which general, you'll be having soon. Screwdriver is the answer. Yeah. yeah Bloody Mary. That's correct answer. The tomato to me becomes a little too No, it's acidic. great. I slept on yeah. those. It's incredible. You love a Bloody if Mary. If we could have one doing our show, I, 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 like I, like well, I need a couple, but yeah. I, I, I would say that I hate them, but I've literally never tried one because no. I find tomato juice to be so toxic. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The is spicy, nope. though. Wait, I know, I know. Oh. Depending on how spicy. Okay. Believe me, I used to serve them <laughs> at the old custom house in Avila Beach. It was their Ooh. famous drink. And I, thank you. I would serve those things. So you are a Bloody Mary virgin? Totally. I'm a Bloody wow. Mary. I am too. I'm a Bloody Come Virgin. On, You've stop. never had a Bloody Mary. Never in my Gross. entire life. I just wouldn't. everything. I mean, Gross. Gross. One time like, I put it. It's like my dad's used to drink Manhattans. Yeah. One time I put one up to my lips, and I've never had one since. And put wow. your lips on a Manhattan? Yeah. Okay. Same with the uh, tomato juice. I just can't. The oh, my God. Bloody. A Manhattan is but the, you that's love, my jam. You love ketchup, love right? You love ketchup. I do like ketchup, but I like uh, pizza. Right, but that's not, amazing. not no. Bloody Mary. That's I don't amazing. like eggs, but I that's, like pancakes. I find all three of those to be different. You know what ketchup. he is, right? He's a tomatoist. Um, it's tomatoism. I was for a while, but yeah, there are f different forms. But of you like salsa, I bet. Of it. course. Yeah. See, that's of course. Amazing, Also man. a tomato. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Div. Hey, you're welcome. I'm, yeah. you know, you're playing I, chess. I'm over here playing chess. I like tomatoes once they're diced and cooked. Yes, exactly. I don't. I don't want. You don't like them juiced. Like I'll. I've reached the point in my life where I'll let you put a slice of tomato on my burger if it's oh, got I a lot of that. stuff nah, on it. Nah, but, I, but it. But too wet. You want to know what I do? You know how the tomato when you take the bite and then half the tomato kind of slides yeah, out yeah, of the burger. Yeah. I leave it. I'm like, if you fall, okay. you're out. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta stay in here, or else you're not my responsibility anymore. Uh. You and Steiny need to go out to lunch because, and I've dined with Steiny, and this, I'll say this without I'd judgment. I'd be happy to. But when when Steiny orders something, mesh. normally, you know, there is a whole, there's a like a separation situation that'll happen where, you know what that is, Mark. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to do two in a row. It's a separation, it's a separation situation. situation. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It, certain items that he doesn't really want to eat go over to the side, and mm -hmm. what he does want to eat gets put into the middle, and then he will eat from there. That's how you do it. It's but if fantastic. he ever went hard in the paint, Willard, the Bloody Mary, yeah. the next morning early, I hear you. Back, I hear you. Right? I hear you. For goo, but to me, to me tomato, juice, tomato juice is a non-starter. Like my parents, used, my parents used to have it in the refrigerator, not Bloody Mary's, tomato juice. Oh, V8. I'm like, I, oh. shouldn't, I should not have had a V8. That smells gross, well, and I just never got around my it. My dad, Dwayne Dibley, R.I.P., uh, he would make his own Bloody Mary mix, and so, you know, you'd get to a Saturday morning. Of course he did. When we were adults, it'd be like, you know, Dwayne, you know, why don't you break me off some of that, oh. of that Bloody Mary <laughs> mix? And he would measure out his own shots, uh -huh. one, you know, one only. But you had olive in there? Shots. Yeah, Shot. olive. Oh, and man. he's from the old school. There's no bacon. There's no, like, okay. side of pizza. Because yeah. the Bloody Mary has turned into, like, a, a whole experience. Well, or haven't they all? I Celery mean, stock. Wow. Yeah. Celery stock, Celery stock and an olive. I'll take okay. that. That's right. it. Yeah, that's classic. Keep the bacon out of it and all the rest of the nonsense. Just tomato juice. came up in our household real quick here. Horseradish. and I went to Vegas okay. August, and we went for the Super Bowl. And I met a bunch of my friends from high school, about nine of them. Whoop. They're all getting ready to go to Vegas for the NCAA tourney. And I said to myself, Willard, I wish I was part of a group that was going to do that as their <laughs> ritual. Yeah. And I said, Dibs, you'll be on your way sometime. So that's dope.
You are welcome to join us. No, but it's too late. You going this year? It's never too late. He yeah. goes every right. year. No, Another la- went on hiatus a little. Last after. year was a hiatus. Oh, I didn't know. You missed. Uh, well, oh, you had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> the year before, it was it's easier really to go because the baby was on the inside. One baby inside. inside. The still went. Oh, yeah. yeah. They all go. Man. They all went and they were, you know, texting me, you know, give me a pic. Or that that is... would be next level friendship. You ain't all kidding. All of your guys didn't go because you had a baby. Dude, yeah. next that would have been absurd. Solidarity. Especially as a 53 year old dad. They're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you, brother? We're yeah. going to Vegas. We won't yeah. wait up for you. Yeah. But this year, your boy's back. I'm going uh, on the thurs- Thursday morning, first thing out of town, 555 flight out of Just... Oakland. My favorite so i'll leave the house about 345 you know (laughs) only thing about that is the bars aren't even open at the airport that early fact but uh luckily i do have uh, a friend in the parking business steven douglas shout out air park now now you have a friend in the parking business and i've had a friend for a long time Mm -hmm. in said business so i'll bring a couple claws for the shuttle ride nice claw it up and then uh get on the you know get on the plane in the usual place where i need to be look at him land at about seven Seven fifteen. We're ready. Da, 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 First game da, da, at nine. Da, da, da. Bars are open when you're there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Bars yeah. open, man. Bars open. Here's how I'll uh, segue a little bit. Pierce Evans is on our YouTube chat often. Oh, yes, yeah, he is. He can be clever. He can be a lot of things. He yeah. says, uh, <laughs> Warriors need to call dibs because in the fourth quarter, they need a closer. Yeah, fact. They were in need of a closer. Although, I'll say this about last night. Yeah. And they lost this one in the second and well, the third also. No, I, liked, no, no. I liked your tone that you struck, Steiny. Thanks. Uh, oh. And I... Sorry. <laughs> you shake that off, good. I should have known. The word Steiny used was sobering. Wow. And it was a little sobering because the takeaway from that game, Denver's better. And well, I know yeah, what Draymond said. Is saying, that shocking? No, Did that but, surprise uh, anybody? No, no but if you were going to beat him, that was the night you were going to beat him. And then uh, you did beat him. And then, wow. well, you didn't beat him. Yeah, and then Draymond I, I, said I, I, on his podcast, he had no answer for the Joker. Uh, I, I mean, Draymond's right. They can beat Denver, but can they beat him four times? Well, well, they haven't beat him yeah. once. Well, like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't know Man. how this will land with people. I don't necessarily look. I'm not on the whole ride of like every game. We've got to decide whether a championship is possible or not. They lost a basketball game, so they've won ten oh. of thirteen. They lost to a good team. Uh, whatever. I didn't look at it as like the, the end all be all measuring stick because it's, it's one night. But I also will already acknowledge that Denver's better. Yep. But if things continue, let's say they were to continue to go well, you did get into the playoffs, you did start making noise. I don't even know if you're going to have to play Denver. Okay. You are so right. Well, yeah. you might, but, but you might not. Right, right. The year they won the title. Oh, God. They won't beat Phoenix. But they didn't have to play them. Yeah. So and they beat Denver, and Denver yeah. didn't have Murray. So right, well, they, luck they, involved. Obviously, the very different, different in in Denver's uh, arc. But uh, how about this, Willard? Right. Looking at that team and the way they're assembled, Denver, I think the Warriors now have a Robin par- problem, and it's bigger than Denver. Each night, who is the second best player? 
And that's starting to come into focus for me. It's on rotation right now. It's community and it's, it's getting frustrating to a point. I'm fighting the fight and they, that, that pedigree, they're going to give a team a problem. But when you look at Denver and where they're at in Boston and all the teams that are up there, Ant and Cat, who are the Lakers, LeBron, I just, I wish Steph had that. And it's no shade at anybody, but somebody yes, step it up. Is. Well, it's shade I, at the one guy yeah. who Wiggins, was, he was their yeah, Robin no when they I won went the in earlier on him, but Eddie Johnson said, let that go. Look, but even when, they need a Robin. Steph but even needs when that he one was their, guy. But even when Wiggins was their second best player, Clay was really helping him. And Draymond was still pretty good. It was that Wiggins emerged and those other guys <sighs> still played at a high level. I, I look at the Wiggins I'm seeing over the last three or four weeks, and I don't even I don't think he's that much of a problem anymore. I you know we, if we're going to compare him to that run for the rest of his life, we'll be forever disappointed. But you're not wrong. That job is in the listings right no now. No doubt. It's been I in said the, help wanted earlier. It's been in the listings all year. It's what they were looking for and poking around about at LeBron, the trade deadline. Okay. Yeah, they're looking for it too. Maybe it's on the roster. Maybe it's not. But the idea, you're not wrong. The idea of that being a different person every night is not ideal. <sighs> and, and if they did end up in a playoff series with Denver, I look at a game like last night and go, okay, so your your best players didn't play well. You didn't shoot well. You're going to lose. And if if it were a seven game series, um, is the likelihood that the shots will not fall four times? Yes. Denver is taking easier shots than you. Golden State is good at making hard shots. Mm. On nights when they go in, they can beat Denver. They've shown that they can lead them for quarters and beat them for. F- almost four quarters until there's two seconds left or whatever. But, uh, yeah, of course they're, yeah. they'd be an underdog. They'd be a big dog against Denver if they played in the playoffs. That's the champs. They got a humongous human being who's very, very skilled. He's incredible, man. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM and HD1 San Francisco, always live on the free Odyssey app, Twitch, and YouTube, powered by First NorCal Credit Union. It was like Michael J- uh, Gladys Knight and the Pips. His Pips are Jamal Murray, who's arguably a top 10 player. Aaron Gordon has turned into a, he's perfected his role. He's That's a, all. I'm, he's I'm a warrior even, problem. I don't know you, what the hell happens. Remember when he, when he was you, a liability? Yes. Well, that's what he's yes. not now, Willard. Yes. He alive. has been crushing so you them say about he, seven he, times he in a row. He likes seeing the Warriors. Well, he's got a big body and the Warriors don't have any in his And way. Michael Porter Jr., here yeah. he comes, just yeah. the athletic he's is all out. Can be, I, like Denver Denver's a great team, man. Yeah, the reason, the reason, I think one of the reasons Denver's so great is because Jokic and Murray are there every night, and Porter can be Just. the guy who, when he plays well, you can't beat him. But Porter's he's up and down, but yeah. he's not their second best player. Like that, he's their third best player. So you can afford to have a guy a little more up and down if he's your third best player. And you would love Kaminga to someday turn into Aaron Gordon, but that is that's a long, long way from now to be that big, that physical, and that talented. Now, let me ask you this, because I think when you say the Warriors, Warrior fans would love Kaminga to turn into Eric, Aaron Gordon, mm. I think they'd say, oh, he's got to be better than I, Aaron I'd Gordon. I'd like him to be better yeah. than that. Uh, gee, I mean, and that's no, and that's where I listen. I I get both sides. Heights. Like Aaron's Aaron is a declining player. For his own career. What's he, 30 now? But he's, he's not athletically what he was. 
Well, I mean, okay. You know what I mean? I mean like, yeah. He's yeah. he's now in a situation. He might only be 28, actually. Well, but he's he can dunk and do all the... I know, yeah. I know, but he's not athletically... 28. 28. Yeah. But he is but he's, uh, he's basketball-wise better than he was when he was athletically no, no gifted. Doubt. He's I a think... better shooter. He's a smarter player. Oh, yes. He's overall better. He's on a great team now. Was. And look, and look, right. at, look at what Jordan Poole looks like when he's on a good team. Look if at Kaminga what he looks can like when he's shoot not. like Aaron Gordon can shoot, then he'll be better than Aaron Gordon. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Aaron. Aaron's not a great like. No, I, he's not. I, I take yeah. an Aaron Gordon three pointer as a yeah. defender all day long. Yeah. You can shoot that if you want. Aaron's a bigger guy. Aaron is now a great fit. Yeah, he no fits doubt. And he's mastered on a great his, team. Uh, so that always looks at, that elevates you. That's what all the like the Warriors for years. I mean, like if Draymond Green was a magic. How how we look at right? yeah. like he's a great fit They're on a just great a team. Complete team, yeah. man. Yep. They're pretty good. Jamal Murray's really good. Yeah, yes. Like he's really like he took over late in that second quarter. Second quarter, yeah. Got yeah. him back. And they were teetering on the brink of I not thought, getting blown yeah. out, but you know, the Warriors were comfortable. And then, you know, Denver closes out the quarter and then you get in the second half and you Clay, get in the deep water and What's know. that feel like driving home? Just and I'm not blaming him at all. It's not as he was in Fuego. And you know and that another zero. one. Yeah. Like what, if you'd have told me, Goo, I'll give you thirty five when he had twenty I'll take it. But he you stayed score on twelve more points. Yeah, then. he yeah. stayed on twenty three. Like is well, that a community problem or Clay, just I don't like a, like well, I hope how Clay Thompson goes home and says, "Huh, how come I didn't score in the second period yeah. half?" Rather than I didn't get the ball in the second half, and everybody for like you, you got to go get it. Yeah. I mean. I was like, just shocked. Yeah. That was a I great thought, story. I thought, I thought, I, not everybody's the, fault. No, I, and I, I hope I'm not coming across that. No, way. I thought I thought I'm Denver. I thought Denver was was fantastic defensively in the second half. The Man. Warriors were disjointed, bad, missed shots Man. when they were there. Yeah, they played a horrible half. Second half, in fact, starting with five minutes to go in the in the second quarter, they yep. played they played a horrible basketball. Denver gets a a lot of. Of the credit for that, though. They lead the league in blown points, leads of 15 points or more. Like, Stanley was like, well, goo, they're all, that's a problem. Right. And that one, I think, is different than the other uh, ones uh, because it was the second quarter. And, you know, up 15 in the NBA in the second quarter is 16. like. 16. <laughs> right. I, I mean, that's like being up seven with three minutes you. to go. That thing can go away in, in a hurry. Somebody and it did. So there's a story on the internet about lost leads the last couple of years. And, I want to say every team in the league last year lost multiple games when they were up double digits. Went to three balls. Whether it was 10 nothing to start the game or whether it was 110-100. Like 10, 12-point leads. Like the best team was a team that lost only six times when mm. leading by 10 at some point in the game. I'm, I'm more interested in this because you guys have been talking about Chris Paul a little bit and what happens when he comes back. He's coming back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And... You know, it happens to be on the heels of a pod's little little mini rut, mini slump. Mm. How you feeling about Chris Paul coming back and his role and what it means for pods and uh, maybe even a little bit of clay in terms of minutes and stuff? How are you feeling about it? I, my oh, answer's I not great. great. Oh, great. I'm all for it. Really? I'm ready. How come? Wait. How come I'm not yeah. feeling great? Um, because what he does, I think there's room for it. But I also, like last night, does not kill my buzz 
over 10 of the last 13. And I think that they've been a different basketball team 10 of the last 13. Pajemski has largely been a very, very positive influence in that. And, uh, and I think that this is good. This, this runs the risk of disrupting their rhythm and also making them smaller and older and less athletic when he's out there. And those are not things that they need right now. I get that his maturity and organization and lack of turnovers, sure, there are going to be spots where that helps. But this, uh, to me, it throws another log on the fire of what I think. And Steve Kerr gets a lot of criticism this year. I get it. But I also think that this is his toughest coaching job ever because of exactly what we were talking about. You don't even know who your two is. You don't know who your three is. Oh, you don't know who your four is. You don't know who your five is. And I feel like on night to night, we asked Steve to predict that correctly. And there's no way to do that. He may mm-hmm. have to, he may just have to make a, make a decision. He might. And you can't play and, 12 in the and, You know, Moody, you're, you're actually, at, you're out of the rotation for, Sarich, you're, you're out of the rotation. Yep. Although it'll be interesting to see if Sarich comes back into play now, Chris Paul right. back, but I, I'm, I'm kind of with, you know, it's like, you know, Kaminga's whatever. Five Why? minutes less since GP2. GP2 I think that's a know, big deal. Might be. Yeah, I think yeah, uh, okay. the Lester Quinones minutes go away. And then mm, Pajemski goes from getting 30-plus down to 25. What about starting? That still stays? I think he's still starting, okay. yeah. You let Clay come off the bench with Chris Paul. Yeah, and then maybe Charge gets some minutes okay. as well. And now your second unit can be like it was at the start of the year which is when they were better than the starters. I know the starters were bad, but you want that second unit to still be good. And I think that's where Clay shines. And the second half last night was more of an anomaly. I think that in the first half is what you want from Clay in general. Come in, fire away, be Clay. It doesn't matter if you start or not. Chris Paul is coming off the bench, and he started more games than Clay did. So he adjusted. Clay will adjust, and your team's going to look a little bit different. The Kerr contract makes me, I told Stani and the listeners, Clay's coming back. That's just me. I felt that before, but now it like cemented it for me. Do you anything about Clay in regard to Steve getting his contract? Mm. I just don't see him in a number. I still feel like it's going to come down to the number. Yeah. Whatever. They, For sure. It's For the, sure. number. <laughs> the number. And I don't think the Warriors are going to go high, much higher than whatever that number they think is. And if Clay doesn't want to go under a number, what he thinks, then we may have a maybe we may have well, a ball game. The only thing I'm curious about is that report that that we haven't talked a whole lot about that there was already a two year offer on the table that he turned down. Two for forty eight. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, boy, when you take that now, that when you take that now, if well, you maybe play? he won't take that now. And he should. And does that go down? Do you he insult well, him if that if went he, down to eighteen? That's what's going to be the hard right. part, because I was sort of driving around listening to you guys talk about it. I'm like, two for forty sounds good to me. And now, does Clay take that? Because it's like, you already or offered me two for 48. Is that an insult? You know, I don't know. No, I hear well, you Clay, there, but doesn't it feel like year. that should be the contract? You want to be a warrior for two more years? Two for 40. Yeah, but if another team wants to well, give you three for go. 60, would you take three for 60 with Philly or I, two for 40 I, to stay here? I wouldn't, but I don't walk in those shoes. Like, exactly. I, would, I, would, I would keep my boat and be out on the bay yeah. for 40 right. rather than 60. And uh, and ride with the two hundred plus million dollars that I've already made, well, but that's not the way guys usually do it. Right. And, uh, and there's hashtag, ego involved. As sure, well. sure. Oh. And hashtag Brandon Crawford. It's going to be just going to say going to be okay Cardinals? if he plays somewhere else someday. Jerry Rice. It's going to be okay. Ronnie Lott. It's yeah. gonna. It's gonna be okay. There's. He's still going to be. 
Yours. Tim Lincecum. They. Was an Angels. Yes. I forgot about that. Mark about hit that. me with that last week, and I was I like, no way, dude. I tell you what. Bum we, Garner, it's we going to be okay. We could have a fun game. Emmett Smith Name was on the Cardinals. Like, <laughs> everybody forgets those last teams, guys. Oh, home. man. Totally. You could have, like, Shaq I forgot, got some, too. Yeah. Shaq you you think if Oral uh, Hershiser walks Shaq into Dodger Stadium, the they're like, you jerk, you played for the Giants. Shaq played for the Celtics. I forgot about Shaq played for everybody. He played for the Suns. He played for the Cavs. You played, played for, the for Seattle. I don't like Dude, that, man. Last oh, week, you Mark mentioned Carmelo Anthony, and so you know, as we're talking, usually Mark talks and I Google right. kind of how our show works. And so I was like, oh my god, my Googler. He played for like five teams after the Knicks. Oh, it was like a bunch of Denver, yeah. and then a whole host of New York, and then it's like, oh my god, every other team, Carmelo. <laughs> Look uh, at you. Totally. Elijah oh, one? Toronto Raptor? No. Yeah. Was he I don't really? know. We go with yeah. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. That. 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 that was that it. Was Toronto two. Yeah. <laughs> I think Toronto was far as he got for Steph, the Steph, Charlotte. Stop oh, it. Oh, 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 hey. Yeah. Yeah. We were having such fun. <laughs> I'm about to go um, Kale Bridges on you for that. No, Which we're going to talk about. Oh, about to go what? Friday night. He said Mikael. He's going to go Mikael Bridges Not Cam Newton, huh? Oh, that boy. God. What the hell started that? Jump, Just, jump. Some kids tried to jump them. They did Why? Why? There was a know. beef. I, yeah. I know I know the backstory. Do you know it? Yeah, thank you, TMZ, for giving me the full backstory. We tried really to go them. to TMZ.com to read this yes, stuff. I wish we had 10 so more So today, uh, I brought my lunch. <laughs> and... <laughs> I've never seen it be like if he had a I've knife. I've never seen a dead yeah. still. I, I oh, covered God. Kobe Bryant, and I've never seen a dead still like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Apparently, a couple of coaches who used to coach Thank with you, Cam Newton on his youth team went and started their own thing, and oh. so there was previous beef. And uh, yeah, Chris that Cross was, ugly, was there. Though, yeah. Jump, jump. Yeah. Here, memo to coaches. If you're going to try to jump a six foot seven <laughs> former pro athlete, you have to come with more than two <laughs> little. Scotty, I'll send right? it to you. Check it out. Man. He's a strong dude. Like, no one hit him above the waist. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> and the hat didn't like, move at all. Yeah, even Dr. Seuss hat just stayed on. Dude, it, seriously, it was like the holder and the punter and the, the special teams gunner. There were no linebacker in that jump in, effort. In, in my mind, those little kids were going, Brock Purdy's a game changer. <laughs> like, in my uh, mind, I don't yeah, know that that's what it was about, but that's stuff. what I wanted yeah. it to be. All right, that's gents. All oh, the bag? The bag is all good. All right, gents. All the right, is on the you shoulder. gotta wait for the. All right, gents. All right, gents. Yeah, we're gonna What do you got coming yeah. up today? <laughs> A show. All right, freaking <laughs> show. Don't go anywhere. Willard and Dibs on the other side on ninety-five-seven. The game. Wayne Gretzky, the St. Louis Blues. Oh boy. I don't know. Stay tuned. They're longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about Dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first-time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be bright days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you steam. It's Willard and Dibs. On 95.7, the game. I got a theme today. All right. But we don't need to necessarily start right away with it. I want you to just kind of let it ruminate a little bit, if you will. bury the theme? I got it. I got the camera. Relax, everybody. I got it. 
Wait um, for Grandy. Well, the theme, the camera. Here's the theme. The theme is. I'm good. Why do people care about what they care about? Just let that. Okay. Let that. Put it in the coffee. Stir it around. Let the ice take over. Whatever. I may uh, have coffee this afternoon. Let me go for a second cup. Cheers. Um, I don't understand ice Dan coffee. Dan never we'll goes for a second cup of totally right. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> About four people Folgers got that joke. Sanka. Anyway. <laughs> so funny. Um, I don't want to go on this ride. I don't want to go on this ride. Which ride, Mark? The ride where every single time the Warriors play, oh, we take on. that one game and go, that's who they are. So now we're all, we've got our dauber down. As uh, Ron Fairley used to say on Giants games a thousand years ago, our dauber's down because the Giants, uh, I mean, the Warriors are no longer a championship contender because they had their measuring stick game and they lost it. So that's the end of that until they win tomorrow night and we come back in and go, we're going to be championship. Over Washington. Right. We did it over the weekend. All they did was beat Charlotte when Charlotte scored 29 points in the first half. Gosh, as you know, we all went to the game. I'm like, I don't even know what the hell we're... What are we looking at here? It was like a JV game. 42-29, to 29, I think, at right, halftime. Right. We're all looking at each other. We're going, are they going to play five quarters? This isn't enough points. We'd like to be entertained. What is this? People were throwing the ball all over the damn court. Right. It was wild. Very strange. But anyway, you come out of that, and the Warriors are three games above 500, and everyone's like... I think something special is starting. Then the champs come to town, squash you, squash you a little bit last night. Okay, and um, now 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 the Warriors stink, and and Dunleavy is an idiot for not getting a tall person. I'm just saying, I I I want to. I there's two ways to do this ride. Y'all can either do this night by night, or you can take every night and turn it into every night. In other words, you can take every game and project it to April if you want, or you can stay in the damn moment. 10 out of 12 simply became 10 out of 13. It's okay. It's okay. You can do both, though. You can, no, I'm not saying we can't talk about the game. Right, right. And, and we can criticize this game, or we can look at certain things and, and all of that. But, like, I, yeah, I, that did not break my stride. If I'm if I'm the Warriors, last night did not break my stride, not one bit. Yeah, it didn't break my stride, but it definitely showed me where they sit in the pecking order, and that is not yeah. elite. So if you if you think that they are going to be able to in you know seven weeks time go up against a team like that or even that team and beat them four times in seven games, well, that would be a shocking upset to me because Denver showed me last night that they are at least one notch, if not two notches, better than the Warriors. And it's okay. The Warriors have had a great run, four titles. I don't think that this team is a title contender. And, you know, you beat the bad teams, and I expect them tomorrow to beat Washington, a bad team. And when you play the bad teams, you win. When you play the good teams, you win sometimes. But you you aren't as good as that team last night. No. And they showed it. The defending champions came in and for... Is it twenty four? About thirty of the forty eight minutes, they were decisively better than you. Yeah, they're the defending champs. They're right. decisively better than everybody right now. I know that their record doesn't necessarily suggest right, that right. they're right in line. Well, they're a game and a half behind the Thunder and the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, but 
they've been down the road before, so there's also, like, I haven't even looked at the odds. I would almost guarantee that Denver's odds are better than Minnesota's and Oklahoma City's because they've done it, and they've been there, and those other teams haven't. And maybe you like the Clippers or, or what have you. I think that the Denver Nuggets are the Western Conference favorite for a reason. That's the best team. Yep. I, that, they that, are the favorites, th- plus yeah. 440 to win the NBA title. That wasn't news at 7 o'clock last night. Wait, I think the Nuggets are better than the Warriors. I knew that at 3 o'clock. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, so... But at 4.45 or 5 o'clock... I know. You but thought, even, okay. But even okay, if they, Warriors. But if they had won, and that's what I mean. Like, if they had won, what what would you say today? You would say they can exchange punches, they can swap paint with the best in the association, and they can come out on top. I don't know if I feel any different. Like, they've played four times... Why are we not against allowed? Denver? Yeah, and they're zero and four, right? But but you right. also know the story of those games. You know that one of them was a half court shot at the buzzer, a yep. heave. Yeah, I mean the Warriors off a blown lead. Yeah, no doubt. I, listen, they've got problems holding on to four quarters. I totally get it. But I, I at no point do I watch the Warriors play the Nuggets and feel like the Warriors are overwhelmed. No, like don't belong on the floor with them. Of course not. When Charlotte plays. And, and the Warriors play awful and still win by double digits. Right. I mean, by the way, that was the underbelly of that whole scuffle at the end. Has anybody brought up that the spread was 12 and a half? No. The spread it was 12 was, and a half? The spread was 12 and a half. And Warriors, he missed. But they called goaltending. <laughs> oh, they did. And they won by 13. <laughs> I'm like, did anybody talk about that? Grandy, did anyone talk about that after the game? Anyone I, discuss that? I brought that? it up post-game. 12 and yeah. a half was the spread. Like... Sean McVay somewhere was like, I love the end of that game. That was amazing. <laughs> I want Quinones as my kip- kicker next year. That's what I was thinking about. Not everybody's feelings. Spread was 12 and a half in that basketball game. But anyway. I wonder how many of these players actually know what the spread is. Well, and it, it's impossible to know unless you have a well, an it moves. Yeah, it moves. private conversation. I mean, even if you're looking at it an hour before tip, like it, it moves. But I get like yeah. I plenty of people bet that game at 12 and a half. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I was imagining sports books and I'm just like, oh, on a Friday night in Las Vegas, two weeks removed from the Super Bowl, probably got a good cheap room, came out there, and you either put your whole life savings on the Warriors or you thought, you know what? Second night of a back to back, 12 and a half, that's a little hot. Oh, and you're feeling good. You're feeling good with your 11-point spread as the Warriors appeared to be running the clock out and just dribbling the ball. But then young Lester is like, you know what I want? I think I want two more points. And then a scuffle breaks out. And then Charlotte had a good solid seven seconds to go shoot if they wanted to. Right. Ah, they dribbled it out. And I was like, man, people are throwing things in sports books. After right the now. skirmish, you know, yeah. they had to dribble it out. And the only reason why he shot was because there was a shot clock situation. And Draymond said it perfectly. And I know we're going to play the yeah, sound. We'll get but into that a little bit. Yeah. Just the whole idea of another turnover. They had 22 already. Shoot the ball. Um, I Don't be no- so in your feelings. Well, okay. So m- may we start with my, my, my two pronged why do people care about what they care about? I got two of them today. And you're touching on one of them, okay? Whether it's the shot clock or whether you want to pad your stats or whatever. Why do you care? Why is it so offensive to win by 13 instead of 11? If you fire a three 
or if you dunk with your tongue out, I understand. Now you're now you're like purposefully rubbing my face in it. But if you're Lester Quinones and you end up with the ball like on the block and you're like, well, he just sort of like, well, just flip it up, like whatever, clock's running down. Why is that so offensive? Right. Why does it bother everybody so much? Why is Bridges starting to fight Grant Williams? Here comes the tough guy act that he's been uh, habitually throwing at. Why? <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I don't understand. In fact, and extend this well beyond Warriors and Hornets. Go to any college football game where, like, Alabama plays the Citadel. And uh, then people are shocked when the final score is 70-3. to why, 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 why is Nick Saban out there still running plays? Well, because there's time on the clock. Why are you so offended by this? I don't understand it. I even get into these conversations. You and I have done it. We did a whole yeah. show about the youth sports thing. Youth is different. It's different. It's totally different. It's totally different, but also totally, in my opinion, too sensitive. Like, everybody's allowed to play. There's time on the clock. Right, right. You play, and then you go home. Different in youth sports. It is and, different. You know, it's different. And but I was looking at some of the, scale. of the high school games from the North Coast section tournament, and there was a girls game where a team won 78-7. to And, I mean, do we need to win by 71? Could we have won by 50 and maybe made it so that in youth sports make it a little bit more of an enjoyable learning experience on all sides. This is not that, the NBA. I think that is the learning experience. Like, but, I honestly do. Like, that you it, stink, and so you deserve no, to lose let, by 70. Let me ask you this. How would you, how would you go about it? Like, let's do the youth sports thing for just a moment. How yeah. would you, what would you ask the winning team to do? Allow, do you want them to pull a player off? No. Do you want them to stop trying? Do you want them to do the whole, like, we got to pass the ball 12 times yes, before? there's okay. that. Like, what would and you do? And also encouraging them to allow their less skilled players to try to score. Okay. And, you know, defensively, you go ahead and you play back inside your own three-point arc. Mm-hmm. And if you get a steal, you don't fast break. You just wait for the other team to get back. You mentioned the idea of lessons being taught. The team that's losing, what is the lesson they learn from doing what you're suggesting? They don't learn any lesson other than kindness and compassion. Okay. That's a lesson. Okay. And I think that they learn more about, you know, the human experience than they do by having a team press and completely dominate them. No, for... not, not press. I mean, I, I, that was actually, to me, what Draymond's best point was about Friday night. He's like, you guys were pressing. Right. With a, well, this is pro sports. You're pressing. I understand. We're, we're yeah. going back and forth yeah, here. We're conflating. You're the two pressing levels, with a yes. minute to go. You're pressing with a minute to go, and then with 22 seconds, you're offended. Ridiculous. That is to me. That was the mic drop point of the right. whole experience. To me, the whole thing is pro sports. You get what you get, yeah. and you know, college sports. We can get into a discussion about. You know, amateurism versus is it really a gateway to the pros and how should you act in in that level? I'm I'm open to interpretation at the high level NCAA mark. You know, if you're beating a team by fifty, if you want to go out there and and pour it on, it's college sports. You're adults, really. You're over eighteen. High school, youth, CYO, the rest of it, that's totally different for me. Yeah, no, I I, I would agree that it's completely different. But for me, it is a sliding scale over what it is we should do. Uh, because I don't think that the losing team learns a damn thing when the other team almost patronizes them. 
Like, okay, well, there's a on, way to do it. Come on with over class. here, and, and I've been on the I've been on the receiving hard. end. I've told the story of the team I coached that was zero and twenty six. Yep, and every single game we played was that game. Yep, fifty eight to seven, sixty three to six, and all the rest of it. And you know, there were teams who did it the right way, and there were teams that did it the wrong way. And the the team that's on the losing end, you know, you know, you're going to lose. Sure. When you're before facing, it starts, or even in halftime, and you're down fifty-four to yes. eight, I mean, you know, and and you got to go out there and play two more quarters, and there's a way to handle it with class. I understand it's without a, patronizing, right? But you're asking for uh, kids to quote unquote do it with class. It's and, the adults and behave the right way. It's the sure, adults. sure, 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 sure. I yeah. understand that. There's a way to coach it. Sure, sure. Um, but I also, I just, I have a very, very firm opinion about when the game is being played, you play the game. Right. I'm not asking anyone to go half speed or play with fewer players, or especially if they're kids. Yeah. Go out, like, come on, go have a good time. You, well, you, the, you worked hard to be here. Let's true. go. Play part the game. Of, part of having a good time, though, is you know the competitive spirit of playing against other kids, and you know not completely. Clowning another team no, based like, on well, that's your what I'm dominance. talking about. That's why, like, if Lester had shot a three, if Lester had dunked the ball and looked at everybody, right? That's totally different. It was Jordan Bell who I think famously yes, uh, threw it, it off glass it to was. himself, <laughs> and he got chewed out by Steve Kerr and company. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, all right, eight 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 nine five seven nine five seventy. There is another question to ask: Why do people care what they care about? Which is what coaches make. Why? Why do you care? I'd love to get into this after Steve Kerr becomes the highest AAV in the history of coaching in the NBA. We'd love your calls on anything Warriors today. George Sedano's going to join us in about 45 minutes. Let's ride. It's Willard and Dibs. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Bay Area is Draymond Green, and you're listening to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Yeah, we'll play the day-day in just a sec, but um, that that Charlotte Warriors game on Friday night, and the Warriors are no dummies. They are no dummies. Hey, uh, when should we announce the contract extension? How about five minutes before tip-off of the easiest game you'll ever play in your life? Come on, Raymond Ritter. Perfect. No, nailed it. Exactly. What about during Willard and Dibs? Everybody, well, that... Honestly? You know. I mean, can you throw us a bone? Can you give us a, like a 5.30 leakage, or as the French would say, a leakage? You could, uh, you could open the interview and be like, Steve, did we lose you? And he'd be like, on the contrary. Yeah, right? I've got an announcement to See? make. See? And then the dog would start barking in the background, and he'd be like, cut it out. I got something to say. You're getting some really good dog food tonight, (laughs) biscuits. (laughs) So literally, as our butts are getting in our seats, my phone, one of them was you, um, and Grandy maybe started it. Did you start that thread? I think so. When Steve Kerr got the contract extension on Friday night, did you start the thread? I think Dibs might have. Or did Dibs? That would be rare that yeah, I was first. Exactly. But it actually might have been Were you me. first? Yeah, because I was making my way into the arena. Um, we're getting all the food, getting everybody situated. Oh, yeah. Did you start it? 7.06. What'd you say? Woj bomb after the show. Woj bomb after the and show. And you actually swore. I did? You said, oh, S. <laughs> I did. At 712. That was all the time I had. I'm like, I got to get to my seats. Grandy, of course, with a self-promotional, I'll break it all down on Warriors. He's like, I got it, guys. I got it. And then no one responded. Uh, Yeah. Well, the game started. The game started. Yeah. What do you want? I was chasing an 18-month-old at that point. $17.5 million per year. That's an overpay, Mark. And I immediately looked at that, and I went, now, hold on a second. I got something to say about this contract. Right. You ready? I'm ready to unload. I got two words for y'all. Who cares? But, Mark, it's going to affect their ability to... What? To... uh, Prices for my... Are going to... They won't be able to... The owner... It's not... I love the Warriors. Yeah. I love love all our people over there. (laughs) I hope that they don't get mad at me for saying this. Do it. You won't. 
But if you wanted as a fan to get upset about something financial, how about rather than the seventeen and a half million that Kerr will make, how about the hundred and seventy that it took me to feed five people? Yeah. Hundred and seventy million. No, just oh, hundred and seventy. Oh, okay. okay. Hundred and seventy. But I mean, that was with like we didn't go back for popcorn or drinks or anything. Is That's that with the Chase discount? It, it is, and no alcohol. Get out of here. None. No, I'd already pre-partied on the show. Don't you remember? I do remember. Okay, so I'd I'd, I'd had my one drink maximum. So look, look, look. Anyway, yeah, no, it's all a rumor. It didn't happen. But the point it is, it happened at five fifty-five. Point is, is if you're gonna get hot and bothered about something, why not make it that? Because quite frankly, 170 bucks to most of us is a hell of a lot more consequential than 17 and a half million is to Joe Lacob. Right. It affects nothing. It affects absolutely nothing. It's what I've been trying to say all year. Do you want Steve Kerr as your coach or not? And you, we've had so many people, oh, I wouldn't pay him. Why? Why? This is chump change to Joe Lacob. Second highest valuation of any franchise in American sports. And we're worried about what he pays the coach? Just tell me if he's staying or not. That's it. I don't care about anything else. Why do people care about what they care about? Why do you care that Steve Kerr's making $17.5 million a year? I just, I, I fail to see what this affects. That's one I don't get. And, you know, if, if you want to talk about how it affects you as a consumer... Well, you're wrong, because if they would have paid Steve Kerr $1 million a year over two years, your food costs still would have been $170. That wouldn't have gone down if they paid Steve Kerr less, and it wouldn't have gone up if they paid Steve Kerr more. They charge you what they charge you, the consumer, because they can. And uh, this broke earlier today. I don't, I'm sure you saw this in one of your emails, but the Warriors are offering no ticket fees yes. for the final 10 home games of the regular season. Starting tomorrow at 2 o'clock, you can take advantage of this. Right. Yeah. So there's that. So in in uh, in light of what you, the consumer, are getting as a break, well, there you go. No ticket fees. But... Which, oddly, Woj has not tweeted about. Right. But I find this to be way more important than what Steve Kerr makes. It's more impactful to you, the fan. Absolutely. So if you want to go to the Chicago game, the Spurs, the Knicks, the Grizzlies, Pacers, Mavericks, Jazz, Pelicans, the Jazz again, if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, well, now's your chance. You've got no fees. And you don't have to worry about Joe Lacob giving Steve Kerr 35 large, really large, extra large, over the next two years because that won't affect... Your ticket fees, or your Tacolicious, or your IPA, or your fancy margarita that's 27 bucks, all that is going to be the same and probably will tick up a little bit of course. as years go by. That's life, yeah. That's life. I went to the, uh, I don't know, the Tacolicious has done a good job because it's the only one, it's the only name that I can remember. Yeah, of it's all like the section uh, 118 yeah, or well, something well, right we down were, there. We were up in the deuce uh, on Friday night. So we, we were up top, and I didn't see Tacolicious. Yeah, but it's down low. We, yeah, we went to uh, a bistro and got an absurdly large cheeseburger. Okay. Like an absurdly large cheeseburger. And I ate it. Uh, Solo. All of it. Okay. Yeah. Lovely Christy even looked at me about two-thirds of the way through it. She goes, oh, my God, you're going to finish that thing. And I'm like, why did you think otherwise? Right. That's why I bought it. I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> right. That's what we do. <laughs> yeah, so we- I'm going to eat the fries, too. Wow. Go on.
Um, and that was probably from Mega Burger and Fries, probably twenty six bucks. Wow, I think you absolutely nailed. Really? It. I know the burger was eighteen. Eighteen, yeah. yeah and and I the fries, fries were an eight. easy eight. Yeah. Okay. Good job. You've been to Chase before. But yeah. And so if you get that same burger and fries at a place like, oh, I don't know, we'll, we'll just use In and Out as a random pick. That would probably oh, be for about twenty six bucks. I could pretty much feed the whole the whole family. Right. Right, for so twenty six bucks, and that's the yeah. cost of going to these entertainment vehicles. I went to the Lesher Center last night, actually yesterday afternoon, for a matinee, musical theater performance. Got a beer and a glass of wine for the lovely supper. How eclectic you are! And that oh was God. actually the the musical was called uh, Mystic uh, Pizza mm. after the movie. It was incredible. Julia Roberts' first film, correct? Yes. Matt Damon as well. Yeah. This musical was incredible. Matt Damon was in Mystic Pizza. I think so. That doesn't feel right. Yeah, if I, like, somebody told me you that. Just, yeah, some. Like, I went whoa, whoa it was a hard stop. I, <laughs> I could be wrong, but yeah. I do not think wasn't uh, wasn't the one. With, yeah, yeah, he played Steamer. He, ste- his name was Steamer. Yeah, that's tough. Yours was too. That's after tough. you had that burger and fries, am I right? Yeah, it was it his is. first movie. Here it is. It's a pick right there. Score one for the yeah, Dibber. I don't even remember that. Score one for the uh, Dibber. Like I'm looking at a picture of Child it, I don't even remember that, uh, that scene. Anyway, the point of the uh, story yeah, is my IPA and her Chardonnay was a clean 23, 25 with tip. That's just the cost of being out and about. Sure. But it had nothing to do with the price that they were paying these actors and it has nothing to do with the price that they pay Steve Kerr. I mean, the bigger question... It doesn't affect us. No, the bigger question for me... Um, and, and like, I don't necessarily understand this one either, but we've been doing this long enough, and especially this year, to know that some of you do. Like, do y'all have questions about whether or not Steve Kerr should be the coach of this team going forward? I have none. I have absolutely none. That For me, that was the only question that anyone needed to ask, other than does he want to be the coach? And we've asked him that multiple times this year, and he has said the same thing every time. Yes, period. I'm not done coaching. I don't want to be done coaching. I don't want to be done coaching the Warriors. I want to be here. It is simply a negotiation over financial figures, which now we get $17.5 million. Yes, it's a negotiation sensation. I Thank realize you. that. Thank you. So, Tired of staring man, at you. Fa- yeah, you're, 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 your eyebrow was about to leave your head. But anyway, yeah, so like... That's I don't care about the money. The question simply is, do you want Steve Kerr as the coach? And I'm such an incredibly firm yes on on that topic that it was like pay him thirty five a year instead of over two. I don't care. Who cares? Joe Lacob. I'm supposed to care. I'm supposed to care about what the Warriors are privately doing with their money. That's essentially what it is. Right. I don't care at all. Um, what I did care about is whether or not that thing was going to get done, uh, because we only got like twenty-five plus games left here, and um, and and I've got Bob Myers PTSD, and it was starting to feel a little bit like that. And and but you know they they tried at every turn to say no, don't worry, no, don't worry, and right. and and this time they were right. And we got the word last week that they were reportedly close to signing a deal and you and I talked about what close would mean is it a week is it two weeks is it a month is it two months it turned out to be about two or three days they were that close to signing the deal 
And it's two years, which means when Steph is up, he's up, and Draymond would have one more year after that, and Wiggins would have one more year if he's still here and if he opts in. So this all feels not quite like a last dance vibe, but it does feel like there's kind of an end date to it now because Steph's got two more, as mentioned. Draymond's got three more, and Clay, we don't know, but I do kind of agree with Goo about this meaning that maybe Clay will stick around. I think Clay enjoys playing for Steve. I do think if he's the money stay. is at least close to being right, I think he stays. Maybe he gets a two-year deal as well, to where he and Steph and Steve Kerr they all end on or at the same date. Yeah, amazing, incredible, right? I think now it is a fair question. The one that we were talking about with the crossover, with regard to whether or not you can win in the NBA without really knowing who your two is. The Warriors have a three-man rotation with regard to who Steph Curry's two is. Sometimes it's Clay, sometimes it's Wiggs, sometimes it's Kaminga. Kaminga's in the little mini slump too. Um, although is that affected by minutes and chances? It does feel like for a little while they were almost trying to feature him offensively. Now it feels like that's gone away. And it's much more Brandon Pajemski and Draymond Green running around at the top of the circle trying to get Steph Curry space. That kind of feels like that's their offense now. And Kaminga's able to try to grab what's his. And and Wiggins has gotten more aggressive. So he's got the ability to kind of break down defenders and, and, and do what he does. He's getting, it feels like, more shots than Jonathan the last few games. I can look that up to see if that's actually true. Yeah, not last night, but yeah, in general. What, what did it end up last night? He had eight shots. Wiggins did. Kaminga had nine. Okay. So, you know, same, same neighborhood. Yeah, same ballpark. Yeah, okay. But, I do but, think you're right about them trying to get Steph unlocked again. He's had a couple of weeks where Steph has been a little bit off, and I think that you go as far as Steph can carry you. So job number one is to get him back to where he was two weeks ago. Yeah, I, absolutely. But I, you know how in sports, um, whenever there's like a, a plethora of things, it's almost like the, the what the Giants were trying to sell for, for a long time. They're like, you know what? We don't have a shortstop. We've got five. <laughs> right. And you're like, and the, the manager somewhere along the line is forced to go, good problem to have. How many times has Steve said that to us this year? Many. I, I think at a point it actually just becomes a problem. It's not a good problem to have. And it we're going to get to that problem. problem tomorrow when Chris Paul comes back. So now you've got well, 12 healthy bodies for 10 spots. Right, but we're talking about maybe a little bit of two different things. Yes, you're right, and that's... A good problem to have. Right. But when you've got three guys capable of being your number two scorer, but you don't really know at the start of the game which one is which, is that a good problem to have? Or is that just a problem? It's just a problem. And the problem is the guy who you really need to be your number two doesn't want to be your number two. And I'm not talking about Clay Thompson. I'm talking about Andrew Wiggins. Because when you won a championship, Andrew Wiggins was an eyelash away from being the finals MVP. He was so good. He was talked about as finals MVP. And then Steph did some otherworldly things. And Steph won the award. And you won the championship. But Andrew Wiggins was that dude. He was your number two. Two Two-way wigs. Scoring, rebounding, defending. He was that guy. And now as we sit here... Late February, he is not consistently that guy. He's actually rarely that guy. And when he plays like that, then Clay can go out and get you 17 or 18. And Kaminga can give you 
13 or 14, and Pods can get you 10, and Draymond can get you a triple single, and all the rest of it falls in place if Andrew Wiggins plays like he can. But that, to me, Mark, is the most maddening part of this whole conversation is if Andrew Wiggins would just play hard and play well. I I think he's playing hard. Do you think that Wiggins lately does not look like he's playing hard? He's playing hard. I think he's playing hard. He's playing hard? Hard. But he's not playing assertively. Um, He's not playing like a guy. And Steiny used the phrase, love the game. Steiny said he doesn't love the game. And when I watch Wiggins play, I don't see that same fire that burns beneath Draymond Green, for example, well, I, or who, Steph, who the hell's or Kaminga, yeah. or oh. Pajemski. I don't know if I would say that about, about Kaminga. There have been, I think lately, yes. I think over the last couple of years, that's actually been Kaminga's problem sure. at times. Is yeah. You don't know. By the way, I've got them both at, at, uh, at, both at 10 shots yesterday, Kaminga and Wiggins. Do I have that wrong? I've got, I got both of them five for 10, both of them. Okay. Kaminga and Wiggins. Yeah. Anyway, but whatever. Yeah, that's that, that's, yeah, not 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 the point. But I like. I was actually I, looking at the Charlotte box score oh, where okay. he had eight shots. Yeah. Well, nobody so, had ten shots. That was yeah. a weird. I'm telling you. I know it was just tucked into a little Friday night, and and so and it's Charlotte, so maybe it was an easy one for you to miss and and uh, go out. That was with, a weird one. Yeah. Did you go out with your other and just get some tacos or something and miss this one? That was the strangest basketball game I've ever seen in my life. I am, and I'm. And not, you were there, yeah. I was there. I was there, like, we're sitting up there, kind of look. Thank you. <laughs> we're looking at each other, like, is this, this, this is happening, right? This is this is the game that we're that we're here, and this is real. Yeah, just a strange feel. What did the leading score have? Nobody got to twenty. Nobody got to twenty in the like entire a JV game. game. Yeah. I think Bridges ended up as the leading score in the game. Curry had fifteen. Fifteen. Was the Warriors leading? Bridges score. had 19 yeah. to lead. There you go. No one had 20. <laughs> the Warriors had 15, 14, 13, 13, 12 <laughs> around the horn. This is the strangest thing I'd ever seen. Yeah, an anyway. odd game. Anyway, but, point is, yeah. I think Andrew looks like he's. I think he looks like he's playing hard. Last month, I, I, I don't. I don't argue with you at all that that his career has been defined by stretches where he looks like he's cruising, but. Um, I think over the last month we've largely seen the, the the Andrew that that you're at least rationally hoping to see. I'm not rationally right. hoping to see the guy that was in the playoffs two years ago. That's the I was an outlier. Um, but I think over the last month he looks by far the best version of himself since then. No, he looks fine. Yeah, I mean that's a the, fun I, word. I I, I get he's what you're saying. Fine. Yeah. I mean Andrew Wiggins. To me, if you really wanted to get the best of Andrew Wiggins, he would be taking more than 10 shots. He took 8 against Charlotte. He took 10 last night. But how many shots are there? There's normally about 90, 90 shots. I mean, you've got you've got Curry on your team. We all want Kaminga to get more run, right? I would rather have I mean, Wiggins shoot 17 times and Kaminga shoot 8 times than the two of them share really? shots. Yeah, attack the basket, Andrew. Well, Jonathan, and, too. Jonathan is the right. best on the team at getting to the line. Sure. He's the best on the team at doing it. So I don't want to take his aggressiveness away. No, but I want to give some aggressiveness to Andrew, and I don't I don't see that. Yes, he plays hard. I'm not trying to say that he's out there loafing, but he doesn't play with force. He doesn't <sighs> play with aggressiveness. 
I mean, he just he's out there playing. If we use last night as an example, Steph had the most shots, Clay had the second most. That all makes sense. And then Kaminga and Wiggins are tied next. That feels right. That feels right to me. I'd like to see Andrew get more than ten shots. Okay. And if Andrew is going to play aggressively, if Andrew is going to attack the basket, then he's going to be your second best player. And perhaps then you could be a team that can make some noise. Hmm. Your second best player or your second best scorer? Both. Those can be two different things. Yeah, but for him it's both. Because on defense, he's going to be your one of your best defenders, your best perimeter defender, along with GP2. And on offense, if he provides a real second threat in scoring the basketball, then you're going to be a good team. Yeah, I, but I could see this team absolutely being Wiggins... Wiggins and Kaminga can kind of toss around this idea night to night of being your second best player, but Clay Thompson's probably your second best scorer. I mean, yeah, honestly, that's well, probably how it's going to go. He's going to average more points than Wiggins and Kaminga, even off the bench. Right. He's still getting 30 minutes. He He's, took three shots after halftime. Yeah, and still ended up as the leading scorer on the team. 0 for 3 in 16 minutes yeah. after halftime. Yeah. That. No, the second that half, to me does not reek of being a second best scorer. No, but he's he's going to average the second most on the team. I'm pretty he he is right now. He has been all well, he's year. He's going to shoot at the second most. Yeah. So yeah, but I don't know if that leads to the productivity that allows you to win these tight games. Well, I, th- yeah, that's the question I have, and I think that if you really look, any organization's got a million questions that they're going through every day. Analytics go deep. I get it, but. If the whole organization had one question for the rest of this year and beyond, I think we're touching on it. Who's the two? Right. That's what that that's the job opening right now. You've got three people who have interviewed for it. Or you could start interviewing more. You could go outside. You don't have to hire from within. You could go outside in future years. But I do think that whole idea of we're maximizing the remainder of Steph Curry's career, it rides on can you have a viable two who is there every night, every night to give you your your 21 points to back up Steph's 28. I want those top two players averaging about 50 a night. It's what LeBron and AD do. Um, what does Jamal Murray average next to Jokic? What do they average together? I wonder. Um, Probably close to fifty. Um, I hope so. That would that would really help the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, Jamal Murray averages <laughs> <laughs> he averages twenty and a half, and Jokic averaged twenty six. So they average about forty seven together. Okay, that's how, that's what you want. And and the Warriors the Warriors just don't quite have that. You know, Steph's got his twenty eight. Who is going to give you twenty two a night? Is it one of those three, or do they need to go find someone else? That is what the Warriors need if they're really going to be viable this year or beyond. Well, they don't have it, and I don't think that they have a player on the roster who's going to be that next year. Clay is a guy who is declining to where he's now the sixth man. Andrew Wiggins cannot be relied upon to score consistently, and Jonathan Kaminga's not ready. So your three candidates... That's going to be three no's from me, dog. So if you really want to find a two, you're going to have to do something bold in the offseason if you want to get another guy in here who can average 20 a night. You sure Jonathan's not ready? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. All right. Let, let's let's bat that around a little bit. 888-957-9570. Who's the two? Who should it be? 
Who can it be? George Sedano in 20 minutes. We're presented by Fremont Bank, full service banking, no compromises. This is Willard and Debs. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.